the Blackout, House of Bob's cyberpunk adventure set in the Vantal Megaplex and powered by the Sprawl RPG system. Hi, I'm Christina, and I'm playing Olivia Crow, once a test subject for the R&D sector of MassCorp, now a low-level runner for the Gastown Sparks. Hey, I'm Sean, and I'm playing Cass, the ex-skip tracer fighting to pay his debts and settle old scores. Hi, I'm Schubert. I'll be playing Bunk, the beat hacker. I'm Dan. I'll be playing Tiz, the hard-nosed reporter tracking down corruption no matter the cost. And I'm Jake, your GM. If you want to support the show, check us out on Patreon, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, or just tell your friends about us. Roll on. So, um, last time, you guys began your infiltration of the Vantal Harbor. It was mostly going pretty well, actually, until Bunk, while trying to sneak into the security tower, until Bunk, period. Until <laughs> <laughs> so Bunk was born. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> until Bunk, while trying to sneak into the security tower, came across an avid Bunkhead. So, you're in the, the control room of the security tower. There's all the cameras and controls and communications equipment in here, but there were also two workers, and they spotted you as you came in. And one of them recognizes you, and you recognize him as a fan of your work. He's been at several of your shows, and he narrows his eyes and goes, Bunk? No, man, it's microwave. And I wink. <laughs> I'm, I'm the maintenance guy. He audibly goes, Uh. <laughs> Why don't you roll fast talk? Which is style? He will be my biggest bro yeah. in the entire world if he just does me the solid and doesn't blow up my spot here. I will get him free tickets to every bunk show. <laughs> is that all that's in that wink? You're like, free tickets, backstage passes. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a Morse code <laughs> wink, yeah. <laughs> my we my become... eye is just twitching. Hit <laughs> <laughs> Morse code. Yeah. Yeah, access to the green room. Bunk buddy special oh, yeah, edition. Yeah. So, 10. On a 10 plus, NPCs do what you want. He has a very confused expression on his face, but he goes, uh, oh, yeah, he, there was some maintenance or that was going to get... Yeah, is that like, right? Yeah? There was an update. An update. Oh, yeah, yeah an update. To the sis. Yeah. And he... To the sis. <laughs> to the sis. <laughs> and he... Bunk, bunk heads are all about a breathing stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> and he stands up out of his swirly chair, <laughs> steps back a few spaces, kind of motions at the computer, still with a super confused expression. The other guy stays in his chair, Gives, kind of gives you a one eyebrow up, side eye. He steps back, but he he pulls out his phone too, and he's just starting to type on it. Oh, no. So this is actually a result of the failure last session. I increased the action clock by one. You did, however, get a XP for triggering one of your directives, which was oh, illustrious. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the good news. <laughs> the <laughs> only good news is I, I gained some experience. Yep. As this guy pulls out his phone, can I grab it really quickly and just be like, hey, can I can I actually see that for a sec? Take a selfie. <laughs> you could certainly try. <laughs> I think that's probably act under pressure to do that f- fast enough for it to matter. I only rolled a six, so that's a fail. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> he jumps back and goes, what the fuck are you doing? And Yo, man, I just wanted to take a <laughs> selfie. You see his hand come down on a big red button. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> God damn it, Bunk. This was not part of the plan. So I'm going to raise the action clock again. It's at 22 now. So a couple things happen. Um, 
Cass and Tiss are in the crane overlooking the berth, and you see that there's a like a radio in here that they use to communicate between the different towers, and you hear a kind of staticky voice go, uh, everybody, uh, check your schedules. Looks like there's going to be a bit of a change. And let's pop over to Olivia. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, I'm just walking my way towards the parking lot like mm-hmm. any normal person would do. <laughs> You're walking towards the parking lot where there's quite a few vehicles parked, the ones that are not currently in use. Mm-hmm. You do see there's a scattering of people about doing their work. At the same time that Cass and Tiss received that message, you see a lot of them kind of stop and, you know, check their phones or they put their hand over their ear for a second as if they're receiving a message. And a lot of people start to actually kind of scatter in different directions. Yeah. I also put my hand by my <laughs> ear and I start nodding. Mm-hmm, yeah. uh-huh. and I start walking to a vehicle because yep. that's exactly where they mm-hmm. told me to go. <laughs> you get pretty close to the truck. When <laughs> <laughs> Why does something bad happen that, to me? Was that a leading uh, statement? <laughs> You start to hear from your implant, mm-hmm. static. It starts out very quiet and it grows in intensity until eventually it's loud enough that it's painful. Mm. Everybody else begins to hear this as well, the three of you. Does anybody have encrypted on their cons? Bunk has uh, uh, encrypted tag on his neural interface. Encrypted and high speed. I do have encrypted circled for my neural interface. Sure. So Cass and Tiss without encrypted begin to hear this static and it grows and grows and your ability to send communications is jammed. Yeah. Bunk, you hear this static, but you can work around it. Olivia, you feel the encryption start to try to work against this jamming, but your neural interface is owned by Mascorp. Oh no. And it just immediately shuts down. Oh, what happens to me? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's ever happened to Olivia before. Your vision is, at least at first, it's a little blurry. You can't hear very well. Your senses are not working the way they're supposed to as your brain tries to compensate for the sudden lack of information Mm -hmm. compared to what you usually get. For the meantime, any of your guys' cyberware is offline. Right. Do I see anyone around? Because everybody kind of scattered. I'm wondering if anybody sees me reacting to my pain. No, you think for that moment it takes you to recover your composure, you're fine. Okay. I'm going to head to the closest vehicle and just try <laughs> just try opening the door I assume because these are work vehicles that mm-hmm. are unlocked but who knows why don't you roll assess seven you spot as they spot you it seems to just be luck that you even spotted them but there were two figures that were moving in between the vehicles they have a sort of well, you actually saw Garrett with it, that sort of camo suit that blends in, the colors change to blend in <laughs> with the surrounding. That, yeah, yeah, you recognize you've seen this technology before, which is maybe why you were able to spot it, whereas someone else might not have. Other than just the outline of this figure, though, you can't see much about them, but you see them heading towards you. Oh, so the door is unlocked now, though. Yes. All right, I'm going to get in and I'm going to fucking take this car (laughs) and just like drive it into the dock area the birthing area okay i'm keeping on the plan damn it (laughs) (laughs) and i feel i hope i can out drive these guys Mm -hmm. basically yeah the vehicle is unlocked it's ready to go for quick access for employees you fire the ignition (laughs) 
and you see from where those two figures were standing, two bolts of blue energy that connect with the vehicle. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, again, all your tools are being used against you. You recognize this from Bunk's gun. It's <laughs> some kind of EMP blast. Mm-hmm. It's probably act under pressure again to see if you got enough distance. It's a six on that. Oh, Ooh. no. You start to drive off, but these two bolts of blue energy connect with the back of the truck and the energy moves back and forth throughout the vehicle and it just shudders and stops dead. Mm-hmm. And you see a blurry figure standing by the door of the vehicle. Okay. I'm going to swing the door open as hard as I can on this person. Okay, what's your objective? Make them lose position, basically, so I can keep going. Stun and knock them back, maybe? Yeah. yeah. So why don't you roll meat, then? That's a six. (laughs) (laughs) Olivia's not going to do well. You feel a strong impact as whatever this figure is has hit you with some kind of blunt object. You can't see exactly what it is. It is two harm, though. And roll the harm move plus one, then. Four. That's when you wanted to roll. Yeah, exactly. Like, finally, that came in handy. (laughs) So no further effects. From behind this blurry figure... Cass appears. I'm going to pass my hold over. Tiz looks around confused. (laughs) (laughs) And then he sees a line that's beating straight (laughs) down. (laughs) You flashback flashback to Tiz and Cass up in the crane cockpit or whatever. Having heard that radio call, Cass looks at Tiz and says, things are not going according to plan. (laughs) Go get Olivia. Puts his hand to his ear, activates his cybercoms. Uh, Esmeralda, Esmeralda, come in. Do you hear? Do you copy? She's not responding to us. Oh, my God. And Cass runs out of the, the crane. Yeah, you just get this staticky feedback when you try to use the comms to communicate with her. Cass appears from behind one of the vehicles and... And shoots this guy in the back. Cool. Roll me. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a seven. You achieve your objective, but you still have to choose two consequences yes. on a seven to nine. You make too much noise, advance the relevant mission clock. You take harm as established by the fiction, an ally takes harm as established by the fiction, or something of value breaks. I think it makes sense that I get hit, probably. You said that there was one of these guys or two of these guys? Two. You don't know where the second one is right now, though. Okay, so I think that that might be, like, how I take harm, maybe. Yeah. I appear, I shoot this guy a couple times in the back, maybe one of the bullets, like, rips through and hits Olivia a little bit, and then uh, this other guy, like, appears and stun batons me or something. Yeah. Yep. So I take harm and Olivia takes harm. Sure. What's the harm of your weapon? Heavy pistol, three harm. Okay. Oh, ouch. And it's close, near, and loud. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I take one, I think, but and it's slowed through this guy's body, hopefully. You take a couple shots in the back of this guy. He was completely unexpected, <laughs> and he collapses forward. As he hits the ground, you see the optical illusion that he was wearing breaks and you see a, someone dressed in tactical gear you don't see until it's too late the second guy yeah who gets you in the back with a stun baton which is two harm minus your armor so he's take one and you roll the harm move normally plus two but minus one in this case and olivia you took another one already yeah, and roll the harm him. again please hey seven then for olivia cast got an eight on his harm okay the mc will choose one on a seven to nine you lose your footing, you lose your grip whenever you're holding, you lose track of someone or something, or someone gets the drop on you. I think it makes sense that we lose track of that second guy. Yeah, I feel like he was not expecting a fair fight. So in that moment of confusion, he 
ducks off in between the lines of vehicles and you know again he's hard to follow with mm. this kind of blurry optical camouflage and he disappears from sight of course leaving you guys to regroup I'm holding my side <laughs> Cass runs over Olivia and him both tucked up against the vehicle yeah. looking up through the windshield he's like let's go searching around with his gun and looks for a clear exit and then they run off between a couple other cargo containers let's let that sink in for a bit and we'll go back to bunk so bunk you you saw the other security guy hit the alarm you felt your neural interface begin to shut down and in fact it's damaging neural interface so i'm going to give you one harm you don't have to roll for it but it begins to kind of spark and get hot and you feel this burning on the inside of your head briefly the bunkhead that you had initially convinced, mm-hmm. who you remember is uh, named Safe, you've met him a couple times after shows, he drops all pretense and goes, Bunk, what is going on? What is this? <laughs> he looks to his colleague and he's like, just just calm down for a second. Let's figure out what's going on. <laughs> You're going to have to kill Safe. <laughs> <laughs> all that winking goes for nothing. <laughs> this is when you introduce Safe to the bunk buddies, which is like actually your cabal of cultists. <laughs> Uh, like, are you ready? Yeah, really dark. The anti-establishment cult that is going to bring everybody down from the inside. And his initiation is he has to kill his partner. It's basically, oh fight. It's basically fight club. Jeez. I don't think I'm going to go down that path, you guys. Um, Can Bunk get a sense of Safe's uh, willingness to help me out? Yeah. You said he was uh, an avid fan. Mm-hmm. How avid? How avid? Is, is he willing to die for you? Yeah. <laughs> Let's let's just see if he's willing to like turn somewhere jumps in front of the bullets. Is he willing to? I don't know. Help me lose uh, his job. Yeah. Is he willing to lose his job? That would be a good question. Sure. I think you should roll assess. Ten. So that's three hold. Let's interpret who or what is in control here to answer your question. There, he's definitely willing to go to bat for you. Yeah. You know, as soon as things get hairy to the point of violence you don't think he would go that far but he's at least willing to vouch for you he knows that a lot of your content is kind of anti-corp right so he knows you're probably here for a reason that he might be able to get behind right okay yeah perfect all right and you do have two other questions if you want to use them now or save them about how you could like deactivate the alarm yeah what else do you see in the room my whole goal of coming in here was to shut down the comms system Some comm systems went shut down. <laughs> yeah. I still think it would be a good idea if I could shut down the like security team's comms yeah, situation. It's essential for us now, then not that you would know exactly. it. Exactly. Where can Bunk gain the most advantage in this little room with these dudes? Two people. I think you notice that actually the other guard, the non bunk head, mm-hmm. you notice that he actually takes a step back and for a moment he just kind of puts his hand to the side of his head and you get the idea that he's actually being affected by whatever this jamming is too that right now his senses are off he's taking a moment to recuperate from whatever is hitting him safe doesn't seem to be affected though so you're telling me this would be a good time to just run at him and try to <laughs> do something did you wow. end up buying a weapon or? no i have no <laughs> weapon he still has the gear card though do you know oh, that's true yeah, yeah. But you'd also know the other guy won't assist in violence. He won't assist me in violence, but maybe if I do the violence, (laughs) (laughs) he'll at least won't say anything. You feel like he might be willing to turn a blind eye. He doesn't like his partner. All right. So 
I think we've established nobody likes each other here. <laughs> not. So I noticed this employee having some trouble with his neural interface. Yeah. I reach into my pocket for a taser. Okay. Give you a gear card. Sure. Now, was this a 3D printing gear card? Yes. Okay. So it's less of like a taser gun and more of a, yeah, like a one-time use taser. It's yeah, a slap you, bracelet. A taselet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do we want to bring back taselet? They were very helpful. Uh, I, either that or you like duct taped a bunch of nine volts together. And you <laughs> put it in with two you, copper and wires. And you put it in a sock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I 3D printed this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of more like that. <laughs> it's very uh, MacGyvered, I yeah, think. Yeah. It pulls out a rock. <laughs> yeah. So you, <laughs> you charge at him, you pull out this little device that has a like little power source with a bunch of wires sticking out of it, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I really hope this works. <laughs> the good news is you get a plus one on your roll because you're acting on your result of assess. So roll meat and add a plus one. All right. I rolled a nine. You succeed, but you do choose two. You make too much noise, we advance a clock, you take harm, an ally takes harm, something of value breaks. You gotta do the last two. Your bunkhead's gotta get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh no. I'd be willing to take harm here though. Either that or or advance the clock. Don't no. we only have two more hours on the clock. Yeah, we can't advance it right now. I'd rather die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you might. All right, yeah. I'll take some harm. While I charge in at this guy, he does some fighting back. Yeah. He sees you coming and like he is a security guy, so he's at least a little prepared for this. He kind of gets into like a tackle position and he's ready for you and he you get a he gets a good shoulder right in you. So it's just one harm, which is the good news. Mm-hmm. But you will roll the harm move and you hit him with this taser and the shocks of electricity run through his body and he falls to the ground. But you still have to choose one other thing too. Oh no. <laughs> I rolled really high for my harm. Cool. Plus one. <laughs> Yeah, so 12. (laughs) (laughs) So you get to choose one. You're out of action, unconscious, trapped, incoherent, or panicked. You take the full harm of the attack before it was reduced, or if you already took full harm, which you did, you take extra harm. Oh, no. You lose the use of a piece of cyberware until you can get it repaired. You can't pick the one that's already broken. (laughs) Or lose a body part. Oh, my God. This guy just, like, pushed his thumb through your eye. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) I was going to go with, like, pinky, but... (laughs) He might have also had a knife on him. Not completely unheard of. Body part. Was one of the options just taking a bunch more? Yeah. I'm, I'm taking that no matter what. Okay. So you're taking an additional harm. Yeah. And you still need to choose a second result from your first film. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, right, because we already chose one, which was I yeah. take harm. <laughs> and the result of that harm was... That I take extra harm. Take extra. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> that should count for two. It's bad. <laughs> I've already suffered enough. <laughs> nah. Uh, <laughs> nah. <laughs> I make too much noise. Nice. What? Okay. You're putting the clock yeah. up? Yeah. <laughs> Mission is about to fail. Instead of breaking something of value. I will give you one other option, which is I could increase a corporate clock by one instead. Yeah, which one would make sense? Mass corp or quick box. Let's put the mass corp clock up by one. After this guy is tased and laying on the floor, I'd like to kind of tie him up. 
I assume they're security guys, so they they have some like yeah uh, zip ties. Some yeah, zip ties. the uh, safe has some zap straps on them. Sweet. Yep. I zap them, <laughs> zap strap them up. <laughs> I'm like safe. I, I'm sorry, I had to do that. Uh, like I really hope you know what you're doing because it doesn't seem like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know that song where I, where I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but I'll figure it out. I used to really like that song. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm not sure. Me too. I'm like, dude, after this is over, I'm legit writing a beat about you. He shuts down the comms for the VTC security here. He's like, I really, really hope you know what you're doing. <laughs> One thing you do notice after that is that your cyberware is still acting up despite that. So it's not related to VTC's equipment there. Okay. Hey, y'all. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. We've got to interrupt real quick with a brief message from our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by NatureBin, the new subscription service from Tranquility Resorts. Each month, you'll receive a carefully curated, locally sourced piece of Mother Earth from a Tranquility Nature Preserve. Diligently protected by the park rangers, these preserves contain the largest collections of non-altered flora on the planet. And with NatureBin, you can finally experience classics such as ryegrass, maple leaves, heather, and more without leaving your apartment. Last month, I got a pine cone. For a limited time, use promo code HOBAIR to receive a bonus vial of fresh air from the peak of Whistler Mountain. To opt out of subscribing, don't hit the not interested and not subscribing button on your pad now. Thanks, Nature Ben. Let's return to the episode in progress. Tis. Yes. A lot happened. It did. I imagine I could see... Olivia, like with the van, probably in that situation. Yeah, you were up in the crane, so you had a good vantage yeah, point. And so I have you my see what magnifying happened. glasses. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> All right. I'm going to try to stick to the plan as much as I can. So I'm going to start operating the crane. Okay. So I'm going to attempt to pick up the box that we want. I don't know if it's underneath boxes, but I'm attempting to get. To I it. guess I have a question. Has that has the ship, ship come in? in? <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll say it has. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. So otherwise, this would be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait. Uh, you said the other one pulled out, and we were kind of waiting. Yeah, yeah. That was the whole point of your prep work is that you timed this out. So. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I think it would either be assess to kind of locate the right box. Over ten. So with the information that you got from the contact and. Cass's experience with some of these things, you're able to locate the right box that you want. You start operating the crane, which you quickly figure out how to use on the fly. <laughs> you pop the crane down and grab this crate. I think there's probably going to be a reaction to that. <laughs> so I'm working out of line. Yeah. yeah, you hear from the radio a message from one of the other cranes. Uh, hey, didn't you get the new schedule? It's uh, not supposed to. We're not supposed to grab that yet. What are you doing? My schedule says to keep going. Well, your schedule's wrong. Um, the transit for that box has changed. Uh, can you stop now? Where's it going now? He says, check your schedule? It says to drop it over <laughs> here. I'm following my schedule, dude. You follow yours. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you do fast talk then, I suppose? That's fair. Uh-oh. Six. <laughs> <laughs> here you go. <laughs> and I lose my card. You hear like the clanking of metal on metal and you peek down and you see that someone's climbing the ladder up to the crane. Security or a worker? Security. And I'm going to increase the action clock by one, which puts it at 23. All right. And I'm going to shoot that guy. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) 
So Well, first off, I'm not dressed like a crane operator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Do you have to shoot him? You could have an accident. <laughs> this is where the olive oil will come in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why didn't you just make the ladder bar right. slippery? Yeah. <laughs> all right, I, I pull out my gear card. I must all. No. <laughs> roll, what roll condiment do you drop on it? Roll, mix it up if you're shooting them. Actually, what kind of stuff is in here? Is there anything like a big blunt object or something? Uh, I suppose if you wanted that, yeah. There's like, like a, a toolbox. So yeah, there's a toolbox. I yeah. mean, that would kill him too. What's the difference between that and shooting him? One's no loud ways. and one is him falling. <laughs> yeah, a toolbox might be slightly quieter. Oh, just hit him with a toolbox. That's smart. Just drop that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I hurl the toolbox now. <laughs> Neat. Yeah. Ten. Oh, woo, nice. Woo, woo. Perfect. Plunk. <laughs> You drop the toolbox and like it, it opens as it's falling and some of the oh, tools yeah. scatter and hit the rungs of the ladder and it makes a real clatter. But, um, <laughs> Damn it, I got a 10, Jake. <laughs> it doesn't matter at this point. They all know that this is happening. Probably still about as loud as a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with a really kind of unsettling crunch, the toolbox connects with the top of this guy's head and he falls to the ground and you don't see him moving. Poor Stanley. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't think that through very well. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, but the good news is that should give you enough time to grab the box that you want. You still need some kind of uh, truck or something, though. So let's go back to Cass and Olivia. How hurt are you right now? I'm only at two. Okay. So no biggie then. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like they were just using stun weapons. Now that one of them is dead, you feel like that might change. But I think I'm going to use the intel. I heard some quick box, what do you call it, uh, gossip, that... They do have like an auxiliary. If one breaks down, they have a truck, like always two trucks on hand. So I do know where the second truck is. <laughs> well, you just picked one up from the parking lot. So no, yeah, that probably one's plenty. done. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. There's definitely other trucks. But I mean, fun. like this one is like by the, the, the docks. Each berth has one. Because like if the cranes break down, then like they maybe just use maybe it. we didn't want to take this one earlier because it was too obvious. Well, and now people were like, there. Yeah. <laughs> These are in lieu of the, if the cranes break down, they can still transfer them just to these cars. Oh, okay, sure. So a bigger truck that could actually take the whole container. Yes, exactly. Okay, sure. More conspicuous, but at this point, that's fine. Yeah, we're pretty conspicuous. <laughs> <laughs> sure. You know where to find this truck mm -hmm. and where to how to access it. Yep. There is still the matter of you know that second opto camouflage guy uh -huh. is still out there somewhere. Yeah. What's your strategy to get there without getting hit I by him? I wonder if there's kind of a way to sort... I don't know if I can stop us from getting hit by him, but at the yeah. very least make him more visible. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then run him over. <laughs> 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 That's my plan anyway. I almost want to be like, I have a can of spray paint or something like that. I might have a can of spray paint. We all have a can of spray paint. <laughs> Not a competition. <laughs> I'm just saying that sounds like something I, I might actually have. Or like bear spray or a fire extinguisher. Yeah, I was actually something that would something with like a big spray, right? Yeah, I was literally thinking like a pepper spray or something like that. Like we wouldn't see him, but maybe it would affect him. Yeah. At the very least. I do have two flashbangs, like actually have them in my gear. Okay. That so might we could be helpful. Find him if we think he's nearby. So maybe we're like running towards a semi truck. And before we like go through, 
the like clear area underneath the crane. We mm-hmm. stop beside this shipping container and we both listen for his footsteps. If we can hear where he's coming from, I can throw the flashbang and then we like duck our heads and then run for it. Jump in the car. Yeah. I think that's probably edge recess. Yeah. We'll like stop at the shipping container. I'll pull out one of bunks like noisemakers. Oh yeah. There you go. And toss that ahead of us. I scatter just a bunch by us, actually. Yeah, there yeah. should be plenty around. They're <laughs> like, bleep, 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 making a bunch of noise. I mean, even if he just crunches one, that's good. Okay, and we want to find out where he is. So yeah. I'm going to assess. That is a 12. Hooray. Boy effect. We've like perched by the shipping container. We can see the semi-truck across this parking lot or like wide open space where the yep. shipping containers get dropped off onto the tracks. We are pretty sure this guy is following us or waiting for us to come out into the open. We throw a bunch of these chatterboxes all over the place and I'm watching and listening for him to either like see his optics as he moves towards the noise or hear him moving around and I'm prepared to throw a flash grenade if I have a pretty reasonable idea of where he is. So yeah, you round that corner and unfortunately it makes it harder to hear him with all this noise from the noise bugs, but you do see a crunch as one gets stepped on and there's a little shower of sparks that kind of lights him up for that brief moment and you have a good shot. You toss that flashbang. Cass sees this guy moving through the parking lot, stands up, here's some more sparks, asshole, throws his flashbang and ducks, blocking his eyes. Yep. There's a big flash of light and a small bang and some smoke. For a second, this kind of messes with his optical camouflage, too, because it's just too bright. And he, you see him covering his eyes and staggering backwards. You have a clear getaway at this point. Can we actually see him, though? You can see him while the flashbang is in effect, at least. But his camouflage will compensate oh, man. soon I enough. I kind of want to try to shoot at him, though. I'm just running for it. Yeah. I want to kind of shoot at him. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's just go for the car. It's the best thing to do. You get in the car and you start driving full tilt towards the berth. While en route, Olivia, you get a message from Gassy Jack. Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be handy. <laughs> On what? Her interface is all screwed up. Or is that different? I have a, uh, Just your phone should have a be phone, fine. Yeah. yeah, but you're like... We still have like Snapchat or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You get a snap from Gassy Jack. And I'm like, stop sending dick pics. <laughs> oh, my God. But there's important information, so you have to keep looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's written on there. <laughs> Uh, it's a ticker tape along the bottom. <laughs> ticker tape. <laughs> ticker tape. Perfect. I love it. That's actually what it's called. It's not called Snapchat. Oi, 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 oi. <laughs> I don't know why I have the app other than to get info. Just from him. <laughs> yeah, it's the only way he'll talk to you. <laughs> oh, no. I liked Cassie Jack before. Uh, everybody's got a weird quirk. <laughs> it's the future. Yeah, his yeah. Is just things have become normalized. Yeah, his is just harassment. <laughs> just a quirk. Harassment. <laughs> you would ask Cassie Jack for some more info on the actual contents of the package of the shipment. Luckily, he knows uh, one of his sparks knows some pirates that operate out of the Salish Sea, and they were able to get a scan of the container ship on its way in. And the container, from what he could tell, does contain what you expect, which is about six crates of cyberware. But there's also something else in those crates. He can't tell exactly what it is, but it is metal or mixed material, mostly metal, about three foot by four foot. And it's got a pretty powerful energy source inside of it. There's also a second thing in that crate, 
which is almost certainly some kind of weapon. Oh, I guess we just need the whole thing then. Because <laughs> hmm. it all sounds like at least we could sell some of the shit. But the thing is, we're going to have to ditch this so fast. <laughs> Might be slightly more risky, but I think I got someone who could buy it. Okay. I'm going to send him back a black photo, but it also has a ticker tape going across. <laughs> I'm going to use my contact card here and then ask him if there's a good place to drop off some illegal goods. Uh, let's wait for that. Okay. You guys are actually on your way up. Once we hopefully survive this. Yeah, let's start with that. Yeah, we have yeah. to make it to that point. So let's get in that car and drive away. In the semi-truck. You're in the semi-truck. You make it over to the berth. There is a crane going around. Yeah. <laughs> no, like two cranes <laughs> fighting. Two, two dueling cranes. <laughs> <laughs> Smashing each other. <laughs> it's going to be up to Tiss to load the crate on. Yeah. When the truck starts pulling up, you see near the port, we established this before, sorry, there are automated defense turrets. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my yeah. God. <laughs> I thought they faced outside. There was uh, the actually majority of them were on the coast. Yeah. Some of them are on the Why did we say this? <laughs> <laughs> And you see it swivel around. It's a little machine gun on the wall near the berths. And you see it aiming, honing in on the truck. Cass is actually going to use his hold card. He pulls a laser pointer off of his. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Shines it over at the automated defense turret, waving the blazer back and forth over the visual sensors of the auto turret, blinding it. Is this like a, an infrared? Like, yeah. Is this like a presentation laser pointer or like a military grade laser? <laughs> it's a military grade presentation. <laughs> so it can still blind. It's the got shit out two of you. dual purpose. Then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the presidential edition. Yeah, it's the kind of thing you'd use for painting a target for an airstrike or something. Yeah. Is it just the one? Yeah. I um, hope so. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was wondering. I don't think it'll probably be an act under pressure to get that aiming right. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. That's off. Four, five, six. Can I assist by having the car move very smoothly? (laughs) (laughs) Easy rider. I'm so good at backing up in this thing. Yeah, sure. Try it. What is that going to be? Oh, just your links with him. A four. Okay. Yeah, it means you're complicit in the consequences as well. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's bad. Yeah. (laughs) Doubly bad. There's the whine of a machine gun rotating up to speed and a hail of bullets erupts forward and sprays the side of the truck. The windows are shattered and both of you take two harm. True. Holy smokes. And then we have to roll, right? Yes, and roll the harm with both of you. I got a four. Okay. Olivia got a 10. Oof. Oh. Four is fine. Cass is able to shrug it off. Olivia, not so much. 10 plus, you choose one. You're out of action, unconscious, trapped, incoherent, or panicked. Take the full harm of the attack before it was reduced by armor or plus one if you already took full. Lose the use of a piece of cyberware until you can get it repaired. Lose a body part. Well, I'm going to take another harm. What does that put you at? 22. No, that's not too bad. Still got two blocks to play with. Yeah. <laughs> Is the truck okay? Yeah, how's your truck doing? Let's roll for truck. Let's roll for <laughs> truck. It took some damage. You probably can't take another one of those, but it's still in operating order. Let's pop back to bunk. Unfortunately, Bunk, you're a little in the dark over in the security area here because the comms are down and your guys' cyberware communications are down. Mm-hmm. I assume everything's going perfectly <laughs> down there. Yeah, you're just writing a song right now for Safe. <laughs> Safe is like, you got to get out of here, man. I don't know. This is going bad. This is going to break bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's already broken bad. Uh, you can I see agree. the t- You can see the cameras, though. Could he not? 
Yeah. There's monitors. Yeah. So now you see a truck getting shot (laughs) (laughs) and a crane waving a crate back and forth. (laughs) This makes imagining everything going well for them really hard. (laughs) You know these people? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, man. Like I said, I'm microwave, right? Wink, wink, right? When this is all said and done. Bunk! <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> to put this all into context, we are now like internationally like wanted terrorists, I'm sure. Not yet. Yeah. We're tagging a major port. Yeah. Body <laughs> we will yeah. be, but not yet. What's going on is I'm going to write you a sick beat and I'll see you later. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I have a contact card. Mm-hmm. I could call like a security team like to come in here like as if they got called to this situation. Right. I'm just like leaving and I'm like calling somebody as I'm leaving and I'm like calling up my buddy who works in a security firm. Sure. QuickBox has a private security division called the Cavalry and they're known for getting there as fast as you could possibly need. Perfect. As well, they have a vested interest in production of this area considering you know a lot of their cargo goes through here so i think that's reasonable yeah basically call up my buddy at the calvary and get them to send a squad down to check on things <laughs> knowing that it's absolute <laughs> chaos and they'll just mm-hmm. add to that chaos hopefully okay sure <laughs> you set this into motion call your buddy at the cavalry and moments later you hear a container heading down one of the rails and it's coming for the center of the harbor. And within minutes, you know, the security team will be here via the rail itself. So within minutes, this very sleek cargo container rockets down the quick rail right into the center where that turnstile was that meets up with the four different rails. And it begins to unfold. And inside you see a heavily armed squad of quick box cavalry private security. One of them fires into the air, adding to the confusion and chaos here. We see Tiss moving the crane, dropping the crate onto the truck. And with a whine of the engine, you start to blast it towards the exit. And we'll see how the rest of them catch up to you and how the rest of that goes in two weeks' time. Thanks, everybody, for listening to today's episode. Uh, It went just as well as I thought it would. Please give us a review on Apple Podcasts if you're enjoying the show. Tell a friend. Tweet at us. You know, just stay in touch. Our social media is at the House of Bob. All our other contact information, our Discord servers in the notes. Consider supporting the show on Patreon for early access to episodes, the opportunity to suggest some NPC names, you get some RPG zines, some cool stuff like that. There's at least 20 hours of bonus content like director's commentary and one-shots. Should be getting another director's commentary for House of Annihilation this month. Big thanks to our patrons, Bolt, Luke Conroy, Sylvia Douglas, Mike from the Tales from the Glass Garden World podcast, Kieran Duffy, Jessica, Bluckett 12, Robert, Tom Wesley, and of course, Ray Kearney. Artwork for this arc was by Sean at Sean Makes. Audio production by Alex of Astronomic Audio. Music by John Julius. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution. That's all for this week. We'll see you in two weeks' time. Peace. You you know this truck. You, I know this. You, you know this truck. Tim. Hey, Frank. <laughs>